Hi guys, welcome back to this podcast. It was a previous one. Uh-huh. It doesn't really matter. Watch our welcome. It's bougie and nice to say welcome back to this podcast. Yes, oh. I think so. No, that's after the intro. This is after the Jesus intro. Jesus and bougie. You should do that. Jesus and bougie. Your brain is working. My hand is hanging. That's not what I'm doing today, So today we're going to be talking about joy to the world. But you guys are going to introduce yourselves first. Let me introduce myself first. Guys, please, my name is Esther. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host for today. <laughs> okay. So I want love and share when I introduce myself. All right, no problem. Sure, we'll come. Hi, guys. My name is Jeffrey. Hi, Hi Jeff. Love and share. Love and share. Love and share. Hi, guys. My name is Ifoma. Hi, Ifoma. Okay, hi guys. My name is Peter. Edet. Just hi. Hi Peter. That's not fair. That's not fair. Wow. Silent clap. <laughs> Silent. Nobody clap for me. Silent. Oh. Clap for yourself. Love. I'm destined. <laughs> okay, brother. Okay. So we're going to talk about 2020. We're going to talk about Christmas. We're going to yeah. talk about everything. But first, I have a question for you guys. Oh, God. What kind of baby do you think Jesus was? I think Jesus was very mischievous when he was young. No, no. What? I mean, he Let's did get lost early. in the temple. Let's start from the earliest age. He didn't yeah, yeah. get lost. He, he left. He left his parents. <laughs> no, no, no. He went looking for God. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Word. That was where his journey started from. Yeah. yeah. But as a baby, what kind of baby? I still I think, think Jesus was mischievous. I think he was a normal baby. So the kid baby. baby. Yeah, because he was doing I mean, a lot of things that were weird to people. Like he would just make things and be like, nah, this boy's up to no good. Nah. But because no. he was different. I'm just thinking in terms of in relation to that time, Jesus was different. Scripture says he grew yeah. in wisdom and stature. So, so first of all, let's look at the kind of people he grew up with. Let's look exactly. at his parents. Mary was a calm, you know, kind of. She was a babe now. Woman. She was a babe. Yeah. And I Joseph know. was a hardworking carpenter. Mm-hmm. You know, so he must have developed some morals and you know, watched his father work, watched his mother love. And then oh, let's not forget. Said watch his mother love. That's really well, that's sweet. Yeah, Mary was a, a lover. lover. She was a lover. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think Jesus was also a cute baby. Same. Like all those I, babies that you want to carry. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yes, no. No, most definitely. Peter, you're hating on my Jesus. I mean, there was one guy that was in the temple and saw Mary and Joseph, and the guy ran and met Jesus, and he just carried the baby up and started declaring. You like, see, exactly. That was not a gentle yeah. baby. No, he was not. He became for the cry now. Baby, he was cute, but Obviously. the scripture was like he was. Not something you want to look at. Uh-uh. Oh no, Peter. I don't. I think that, that is a different Bible. But see, to be honest, I, I'm not even talking about appearances or looks. Yes, I'm talking about appearance. personality. Yeah, character. like okay, okay, okay. We are talking about personality. No, then people were generally. We but also about looks. Um, appearance. And Jesus no, was beautiful. Then people were generally dirty. Don't 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 sugarcoat it. No, 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 okay. no. Actually, Jesus no. wasn't appealing to anyone. I'm serious. Where did you get that from? No, do you mean like as an adult? I'm sure you in scripture. Ah, my own Jesus is handsome. Can you just quote? Let's look it up. I'm looking it up now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm sure that's probably um, that's the, the unpassionate translation. Ah, you said the unpassionate <laughs> translation. So. Okay, so yeah, let's go on to talk about this year and what it has been like, and then come to the end of the year when everybody's celebrating the birth mm-hmm. of Jesus and how his entrance to the world brought joy. I think a lot of people will feel like there's a contrast between our experiences and then that feeling of joy. But what do you think, Jeffrey? <sighs> so we keep referring to it. You keep referring to it as a feeling of joy. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, I've never really felt joy. Mm-hmm. Right. I've felt all sorts of things. I felt sad. I felt um, lonely. I felt um, 
like I was undeserving and all of that, but I've not really felt joy. I've experienced joy and um, it was like a state of mind. It was like a realization, right? It wasn't like anything um, happened that triggered it. Um, the first time um, it happened to me, and this is not so personal, but yeah, the first time it happened to me, I was driving to work and I was pl just playing um, the Gospel of John from beginning to the end because the long drive traffic and I was just hearing Jesus talk and there was one guy that he said um, the guy said um, master would you heal me if you are willing please heal me uh -huh. or if you want to uh -huh. and Jesus was like I want to and I just had goosebumps <laughs> and in my mind I'm like wow this is who I'm serving yeah he wants yeah. to be there for you he actually wants to heal you he wants mm -hmm. to make you feel better um, so yeah for me that was my own definition of or realization of joy why is everybody quiet? Because <laughs> that was actually We're taking it in, yeah. Wow. Beautiful is yourself. Thanks. Oh, so what is the question? The question is 2020 joy. Mm -hmm. What I would say is, so someone sent me how this year started versus how this year ended. And um, I can say for a fact that I, I did expect this year, but I think I needed this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just needed time to shut down and the hold <laughs> uh, to shut down and see um, what it really means to take joy from within and I guess for me this year what I think I've learned if I'm right if I'm wrong yeah yes God knows but I've learned that peace and joy come together yeah it's almost like mm. you can't have joy without having peace mm -hmm. and I don't mean yeah. peace as in nothing is happening inside of you there is just quiet mm -hmm. there, calm, there is a calm i know that Unexplained, i know unexplainable calm. unexplainable calm yes. like things yes. are literally we're in a pandemic people are losing their jobs <laughs> you might i might not have one mm -hmm. um but there was just so much peace and i found found myself again and again questioning like why why do i have this much peace i'm supposed to be more worried mm -hmm. like my life is mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not going the way i thought it would <laughs> And um, I found joy in my peace, and I found out that it was all part of the package. Yeah. Joy, peace, love, and a sound mind. Exactly. It is part of the package. And in this year, more than any others I've remembered, I, I discovered joy. Mm -hmm. And I discovered joy as peace as well. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful, Peter. Okay. Um, so for me, this year has been unpredictable mm. just when i thought things were going one way it went the other way just i mean if you said you saw it coming i would be <laughs> 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 why didn't you give us a heads up <laughs> like, 2020 like dude come on like 2020 was supposed to be the dope yeah, you understand 2020 was supposed to do some things yeah. Amazing. yeah and you know how we say we count all things joy mm. for us as believers because the one thing i know this year has made me do two times i can't i think there are two times in my life that i have like god had to pull my attention use and not that he caused them but he used those things to cause pull my attention I, I remember back in uni i got this laptop it was my life so i didn't put anything secular mm. there. it was only bible verses scriptures gospel song no secular song could if it sits on my laptop i kick it out like my brother is and next thing it got stolen <laughs> i was crying <laughs> and that morning see how good i have it that morning Holy Spirit made me read a scripture about comfort. He will comfort my soul. Yeah. I'm like, 
um, Holy Spirit. He prepared this you. morning. Like I don't know, somewhere telling me comfort. Let's just go and get this thing and go out. I hold my laptop. Yeah, let's have a miracle. Miracle. Yes. And my, my laptop goes missing. And that day goes missing that evening. I go out to take a stroll and I sat down and for once I could listen. I could, like the whole world paused and I could just hear him clearly like there was more to life than just my missing laptop mm. it meant mm-hmm. a lot but there was more to life mm-hmm. same thing happened so when the pandemic started the whole world was on show lagos for the first time ever was this, like lucky express was <laughs> you could you could drive 180 <laughs> end to end like you would never know <laughs> you understand it was so everyone was shut down and it made me realize the value and importance of quietness so and i was like i'm not going to take this as a believer i mean i just wait this happened yes there's a pandemic i'm not going to panic i'm going to t- take the moment and just fellowship with god so that's when i was having uh, walks evening walks more evening walks more evening runs praying talking being quiet understanding okay god now you've you've forced me to shut up and sit down like everything i have no choice and to listen what's up what do we do mm-hmm. in this because i know what i what do you want me to learn now mm. in this chaos you understand because if i i, so I like to um bring things into like like the, the when jesus was in the boat and the storm was waging yeah scripture says jesus was sleeping yeah i like i like i like to go do my research i check storms how boats rock in a storm how the hell <laughs> do you sleep in a boat that is not just a normal boat rocks a storm yeah. the boat is almost turning upside down and jesus was sleeping i dare to add he was even snoring that was not sleeping that was crashing that was he was crashing crash. he intentionally no he was tired he was like what's wrong with you peace be still i went back and it just hmm. shows you the confidence god had in the storm because he knew yeah. that whatever was happening whether he liked yeah, it or not that's so true like mm. the prophetess his agenda was agenda it mm. was going that was going to help yeah whatever the goal was so question it yeah. do you think um if the disciples i mean yeah whatever happenstance they just yeah. more start of faith and then they join jesus to sleep they have <laughs> to their destination. i'm not sure I, I, feel, no way. I feel they have because if jesus wanted to do, check it out if jesus wanted to deal with that problem himself he would have dealt with it ahead of time but he chose to sleep he knew it was going to happen and he chose to sleep but through. i think he slept in confidence he, he was slept confident, in confident that, that the storm cannot overturn me but the disciples were not that so confident. if they slept they not being ex- confident yes so they think, would have been jesus, in trouble jesus was doing that to teach them mm-hmm. the act of faith was exactly. everything to teach them. that's like even like awesome. the cursing of the uh, the so-called cursing of the fig tree jesus was using it to teach them something yeah. that there was so sometimes that jesus is doing things not because he needs to be he's like i need to do this because so that these them. guys will understand oh, yeah. he's doing this to help them understand yeah. so even in that just in that situation he just reminded if he could be calm and i have the same spirit as christ yeah. the same spirit that raised christ from the dead it dwells inside of me and equips my mortal body then in the midst of covid i will be peace yeah. peace be still i would stay in that knowing that yeah. i am protected i'm not saying i'll be stupid mm-hmm. no definitely but i am i mean knowing that i will be protected i'm not saying oh because christ is in me do you know i'm not wearing a mask i'm not doing this i'm in it. if the holy spirit tells me peter wear a mask i will wear a mask mm-hmm. because he's the one that's telling me to i don't care what it looks like you mm-hmm. understand but if 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 let's say that's many times you've, you've ignored certain things unconsciously and nothing has happened to you do you understand that's because at that point 
it's the Holy Spirit that's protecting you. You understand? Not that he does, but it's, it's stupid that if he tells you don't walk into the fire and he's walking into the fire because you heard the Hebrew boys walk into the fire. Dude, the fire will burn the living daylight of you and Jesus still <laughs> loves you. There's instruction for you. There's instruction. You love the burnt version of you. <laughs> you learn the crisp. <laughs> so if for me this year despite everything and the death of my friend and all that i'm choosing it's a choice i'm choosing to hold on to that that like you said it came in the package the whole salvation yeah. package that peace is mine joy yeah. is mine love yeah. is mine so i would i would hold on to like squeeze hard like never letting go and it's better than worrying because yeah. what, what, does worry, what does worry do if we want to be practical worry just makes you worse yeah but if you just said you know what just take it like i ain't just handle it just yeah like literally take it over i'm done I, 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 and Yes, I have, yeah. a, I have a confession. So um, this year, um, I, I, I think I'll, it's fair to say that I got to a low point um, in my life this year. Uh, no, it's not even anything terrible happened. It was just that I got used to. I'm sure now. I got used to. You know how Lagos is. If you don't go out today, it's like you're missing out on a lot. Wait, so but I, what were you missing out on? Everybody. Hold on. It's no, that's, it's Lagos. <laughs> it's happening. It's Lagos. Like just being in your house, you'd be like, ah, yeah. maybe I should go do this. Maybe I should go and see this person. Maybe I should mm-hmm. go there. Like there's always something to do. But during the lockdown, like, for, okay, first three, four days, ah, tired, let me just rest, let me just rest, let me just rest. Then there was this particular day, after resting now, I mean, I thought I was well rested, I just stayed with myself, and I got tired of looking at my laptop, looking at my phone, I just, I just started to stay with myself. It lasted for two hours. After two hours, I didn't know what to do again. <laughs> I realized I couldn't keep myself company. I didn't know what to do. Wait, and what were you doing for the two hours? You were just sitting down? I was I read a book. Okay. I sat down, I had tea, you know, I looked You're at the, I looked I looked at the ceiling, you know. So you couldn't I locked myself yourself. in the I, I was in my room. The idea was to just stay it was actually a um Mental a, a, yeah. stay in my room away from everybody. I didn't see anybody throughout that day. But my point is I thought I could do it, but less than half less than a quarter way through I got tired. I didn't know what to do again. <laughs> I started sing, sing, singing old songs that I knew. Mm. I started trying to remember new songs that I've learned. Ah, Jeffrey, you really went far. <laughs> I slept, woke up, slept, woke up. Only 30 minutes had passed. I'm like, wow, and I have like 21 hours left to go. But what happened at the end of the day was that I just gave that time to yeah. myself and to God and I used it to worship and pray and it humbled me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It humbled me. I'm like, so left to myself, I can't even entertain. Can't, can't I can't keep myself keep company. company. Yeah. So that was a low point for that's, me. That's interesting. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So the question is back to you, Esther. How is it your 2020? So I think that um, what 2020 really exposed to me was the moments that joy comes on the scene and not even comes on the scene because it's always there but the moment we realize mm-hmm. that there is joy I remember one of those days i was just having a conversation with god and it's interesting he he kept on reminding me about joy and i couldn't understand it because i did not think i had any use for joy mm-hmm. but god told me that he reminded me the joy of the lord is your strength and it's interesting because it changed my whole perspective i began to see that there was use for joy even in the middle of a storm even in the middle of chaos it's like joy doesn't come just for the sake of joy joy comes and then there's an end there's, i'm telling you like mm-hmm. it gives you so much more i love to say that jesus is my gift that keeps on giving yeah. but that's it and even when you look at when jesus christ was born 
he didn't he wasn't born just for the sake of it he came with so much more yeah and so he was intentional about yeah. it it wasn't just a random it was a planned yeah thing mm-hmm. sorry but it, it blows my mind when i see the detail when i read the old testament i see the the, the um the planning mm-hmm. the plot thank you the plot yeah of how christ did it so well that even the devil didn't say it was right yeah. there. right yeah. right because i like scripture say if he had only known, if he had known if he had known he would have killed the son of man yeah mm. because if you look at it from genesis there was a type and shadow david type and shadow moses mm. the children um passing through the rest a type of shadow of the baptism and then elijah type and shadow all these things the devil missed it and i'm like he did all these things to say that he kept reminding us of there's hope, there's joy. Yeah. Joy is coming. Joy, joy is coming. coming. Joy is not just a feeling. It's what a person. I just showed you now. Remember, Jesus went through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said the, the forgot, the unloved, the ugly of the world. Yes. Yeah, things that don't attract people generally. Mm. That's but it. when you look at your bare yeah. eyes, you miss it. You miss it. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not flashy. Jesus didn't come to be flashy. And that's the thing what Peter in the Bible was saying. Jesus, Peter actually thought, Peter the disciple thought that, okay, Jesus was going to come and re, um, help liberate them from the Romans. And he was all going to be your oh, king. Since he's the king, right? They thought he was going mm-hmm. to all come and mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, yo, yo, calm down. In a way, that was his own version of joy or yeah, his expectation. Only, so his expectation was in Jesus that, okay, are Jesus going to do with that? That's why he noticed, Peter was always defensive. He was always ready to cut yeah. from his He was ready to do, you understand? <laughs> Dude was super hyperactive, wow, you understand? Peter, do you share those qualities? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you look, what can you, you I, can like I just say something? I feel like what you're saying is very important because yeah. a lot of people have an expectation of joy. They want joy to look like how happiness yes. looks. But that's not what joy is so messy and it doesn't look, it's not appealing. It's not really the most appealing thing, but it's so useful and it's not just a, a little high that dies down after some time. And I mean, I feel like that's the yeah. thing about joy. Like you can have joy in the middle of any and everything. <laughs> you cannot look like literally. You know what people say? I don't look like what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Sis, that's how joy. Sis, is. That's how joy <laughs> is. I don't look like what I've been. That's through. how joy is, man. Just like this, you know, these murals in Catholic churches. There's the paintings. Yeah. Where, you know what they call them? Where they're, they're broken glass. Stained glass. Stained glass. glass. You know, when you come close to stained glass, it's messy. Like, what the hell is this? Hmm. But when you step back, you see the beauty. And look at it in context. Pictures. See it the beauty. And, like, for example, this morning, okay, for a couple of weeks, I've been, um, there's a lot, there's something I've been trying to do, um, a transition in my life right now that I'm trying to make. And there's a decision I need to make that would have put me, I had three days to make the decision. And I was worrying about it even to a point that last night I was, I couldn't sleep for like an hour because they thought, and I just woke up and said, you know, Jesus, just, can you just take this? I do, I'm tired. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You understand? I, at first, I, that's not the first time I've made a prayer, but I literally did not literally give Jesus over the situation. And this morning I woke up and the first thing I just said is talk to that person. And the answer was right there. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, why did I see this? And that's mm-hmm. when I did, the worrying was a veil. It, it made me, it eye. made me so. Mm-hmm. Dear. I didn't see that the answer. And the moment I made the answer, see, the whole joy. And I was like, why didn't you just give me the answer since you? Why did you say address myself? Was there? And then and I paused, and I could hear like I allowed it to happen. So you would appreciate the process. You would see the beauty in yeah. what I have to give you. I'm not just giving you something that is shallow. I'm giving you something that is deeper. Even in the chaos, everyone will be like, why is this girl so happy? Why is this dude so happy? Mm. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you should be miserable and sad. You understand? But I've realized that my joy is not in my bank account. It's not when I have money or not when I have money. Yeah. It's not when I have 
things going well for me and where it's just friends yes it's not when yeah. my friends are by my side and cheering me and say peter you are doing amazing stuff it's in the fact that i am loved and i am loved just the way i am mm-hmm. i don't need to be perfect i don't need to create a version of me he he literally died for my imperfections like he he enjoys it mm-hmm. he enjoys bringing me to his point of view mm-hmm. just that so that I I constantly remind myself. Just like I I took that practice from David when so David was who, who, who encouraging himself, encouraged himself and said, "Yeah, oh my soul, why are you downcast?" Yeah. And at first I was like, "Okay, I think this guy is getting psycho. He needs a therapist. He needs a therapist." But it came to a point that I understood that this was far beyond that. David knew something. David yeah. David was un- enjoying what we have now, but he was there. Mm. He knew what his who his father was, and he embraced that knowledge. He embraced that understanding and decided, you know what. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in the Lord. I'm going to do so. His thinking was way beyond Emira Pastor's thinking. He was more focused on who he was in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why he had the mind to go into the temple and eat the shewbread. No other person in the history can ever try that. And he didn't die. His men didn't die. And God loved them. He always remembered. Whenever he was in mess, he always remembered one thing. God, you love me. Mm. Typical example is when God was like, "Do you want me to punish you, or do you want me to hand you over to the Philistines?" You were like, "Hey, you <laughs> deal with me." And I, I, God is merciful. You know, the first time I read that verse, I, I was reading. As soon as I read I, that, I, I when, when, da- when David said, really? when, "When David said, no, you deal with me," I said, "David, you mad? Do you know what God can do?" And next thing he now said, "For your loving mercy, I said, hmm. nigga, you smile, nigga, he you press the button. He knew. He literally. Can I say he played God?" Because no, he didn't play God. No, he, he knew God. He, he, he took advantage of his love. Yeah. He took advantage of God's love. Is that really taking advantage? It's not it's because not it's advantage. there for you to take. Do you understand? Take. It's, it's, it's literally not, yours. I think, it's yours. I, I think at that point, yes, he was like, so that he yeah. knew, he was conscious yeah. of it. Yeah. Unlike every other person, he was like, no, God, you deal with it. It wouldn't be a shame if you're not aware. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm saying that to myself also because I've, no, trust me, this year I've learned that word that we throw around, sonship, 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 sonship. I've literally, it has been embedded in my brain and I'm starting to see some traits that I, I might have had um, that were in contrast with mm. what yeah. sonship what, looks like yeah. with my friends, with my mom and my dad, yeah. with people in my life. I just noticed that there was this general feeling of um, inferiority complex yeah. or, or very subtle. Very, very it's subtle. Never, it's, not always, it's not always obvious. It's very just a, a hint of it. That's the thing about programming, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it jumps up at times that you never expected. (laughs) Just like we were talking about identity and a lot of times when we think about identity we forget that a lot of our identity is built on experiences. Mm -hmm. And if we don't on on learn on learning experiences and in this time, like what you said about process was so important. (laughs) Like in the process of learning sonship or learning whatever content you're learning in God and you start to unlearn the traits that have been so harmful to mm-hmm. you and i think 2020 was a time that we all did that yeah. we sat down and we unlearned yeah. um, our thoughts of happiness being with other yeah. people like i'm joined the presence of god yeah. <laughs> like we unlearned so many things that we had to go to work like mm-hmm. no i can't be at home mm-hmm. yeah. i don't need to go like anywhere. the world is yeah, not going like, to end nobody's I gonna mean, die we can't fellowship so we can in the house do, right? church can also be like i am my church uh-huh. me and god i church on its own so this almost played up this week because i haven't been out to my house monday tuesday <laughs> and i was starting to feel some type of way but i realized 
No, no everything is okay. Do you know do you know the greatest thing that I'm grateful sorry to say that COVID then is demystified the thinking that the only time you can have a good experience with God is in a building. I was so you have no idea. I was so excited that it made people conscious to know that God was beyond the four walls of the yeah. building. As much as we know that we think that's common knowledge, but a lot of people yeah. were so fixated on Thursday service, Sunday service, oh, I'm and I'm like, okay, dear Osher, now that you can't direct people and force people to sit where they're supposed dear to be. Dear Osher, wow. that's quite what? a target. No, like, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, like, well, like, I'm being honest. Like, that's in the decision like, for I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, dear what what else can you do? Because let's be honest, ah. how many, I'm not saying they are not ushers or security mm-hmm. but how many ushers or security members are part of what is going on in the service mm. you find very few that's valid you, you know that when you serve when you serve i don't like to there's a point where it, it started affecting me because i i made Same. my service my god mm-hmm. not the god mm. i serve so the service became the god i was so conscious of my service that i forgot that dude you're supposed to, the reason why you're doing this is yeah. to enable other people yeah. have an experience that, that you, you are also, having. yeah not help people have an experience that you're not partaking yeah, in. yeah 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 true so at that point i was like father thank you at least let people finally see that it's not about sunday that you can have an experience with god on a monday afternoon hmm. it, yeah it could be beyond that like, yeah. and i was like god was more like shouting like thank you for covid can, can you guys just come and love me like we could do this outside the building we could have a relationship on the park we could in the toilet like on the day plane yeah. like you don't have to pick a day mm. you understand and then people want to use that scripture that says okay let those who take one day holy don't judge them i'm like you i don't have a problem and that was valid if you choose to take sunday more you're doing what you call dude no vexel let me use the illustration of plantain you you love plantain and you're given the option of eating it only on a particular day or you can eat it whenever you want. Please, what would you take? Hey, whenever whenever, I, want. I, whenever I, want. I want. Why do I have to restrict mm. having the awesomeness? So of I think God's love is like planting. It is. As it's Peter would thing. agree. Yes, I would agree with you. It's, Peter would hundred percent agree. It's amazing. Like what? But what I'm trying to say in essence is that we don't have to limit God into a program. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Your routine. Definitely. If you notice, for all of us that had routines in the morning, you notice this whole COVID thing messed your routine up because <laughs> nothing was the same anymore. You understand? And after having to find out that actually, I can have a conversation with God in the middle of a movie. Yeah, I could have a you conversation. Can watch yeah. A movie we got. Yeah. Yes. I, that thing is I have date nights with Jesus. What do you, do you, you, date could, night you, you could do that. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have conversations and talk about, and you could yell, you could scream at yeah. him. Like it's okay to shout and say it's not working. And when you're done, you don't realize that actually it is working, not just it the way I thought. I was thinking that. And both of you laugh. Like for me, the Holy Spirit throws yabs at me when I do some silly stuff and be like, "You're done. You're done. You're done. See your life." see our life and <laughs> then, I mean, it's funny it's right, interesting come, come, come. it's thank you and he's all come come to me like i love you just the way you are i'm more interested in the union the fellowship the process the, the building the relationship the rebuilding the breaking and the molding that's what christ then is more interested in. not the attendance see mm. you will go to heaven and everybody must be thinking that god will bring a roast up how many times did you come to church you'll be shocked <laughs> god will be like so um how many you? of you know me <laughs> Thank right? you. Like, how many of you know me? Like, do you know how many times you come to visit me? Like, me. do you know my voice? Do if you, you shock people, do if you shock people, the person at the gates, the person opening gates, or the person yeah. doing one many hour job, will just be there, and everybody will walk past him, and they'll be looking for God. Hmm. Actually, hmm, that's true. Actually, we just we literally, I literally just showed you something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That chapter in Isaiah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he was not a sight to behold. So, I mean, I'm not saying like God is not. Yeah, we have this expectation, this idea of picture of God as majestic and royal. But I've literally had a vision of God as a cleaner in a building, hmm. and he was doing housekeeping. Because I think it's, it's easy. You would. You and would, it spoke yeah. to the situation at, hand at that because time. Was because that was what was relevant. That was what yeah, was relevant like, at that time. See, and the beautiful thing, God will become. That's what you notice in the scriptures. There was time we call him our provider. Yeah. Next time we call him our healer. God was certain things to them at certain times, and that was a good thing to them. But it was a disadvantage because God was all of that and more. But they just chose to see him as one. Now yeah. here we come. So, Exactly. That's why, if as much as he's calling Elohim, Adonai, um, I call him Abba, Father, because he embodies all those characteristics mm-hmm. of a father. Not that he's not Elohim. Yes, he's Elohim. He's a healer. He's a provider. But he's my father. Because all of this was so that we can call him Daddy, mm-hmm. Father. At the, the day, yeah. At the end of the day, that was the key thing. The whole thing was God wanted us to bring us together was to call him Father. And I would rather take the whole package than just a piece of the pie. I want the whole thing like mm. everything like you know hook line sinker you get oh, i'm laughing because you call it of his daddy no no, no. that I'm was so like bob daddy bob daddy i'm so sorry please he, he's he's the bob daddy he's bob daddy so <laughs> daddy you <laughs> anyway. okay guys then you understand what i'm talking about yeah yes so just to summarize and round off this podcast episode um i'm going to ask everybody again this is the last thing we're all going to say but we've looked at 2020 we've looked back so let's look forward now Ooh. i want us to say one thing that we hope to take with us especially with um what we know now about joy what we've learned and how we're going to take this into the coming years and what you want everybody listening to remember as one well to hold on to before ma mm-hmm. so for 2021 i think um the one lesson i've really learned this year um ties back to something that peter said and i thought it was so important about shutting down and hearing and how you really can't hear the voice of god when you're too busy doing so many things or looking at so many things so this year because i've sat down and that's all i've done that's all i've been able to do i'm really going to take that lesson on um internally shutting down the noise and hearing my father um and that's my big takeaway for 2031 no matter what happens no matter what new journey i'm on i will always be in a place of quiet within and in a place that if god speaks to me i'm at peace enough to hear him and i realized that in his voice is everything i'm looking for it's the joy the peace it's the clarity and it's the vision that i'm looking for to run this race I think that's really what I'm going to take with me and my baggage. <laughs> Thank you for my pizza. Okay, for me, it's two things. It's valuing the relationships that God has introduced me to the people around me. I have, to be honest, taken for granted a couple of them. And it's a couple of things I've pulled my attention to, to be more conscious of the gifts God has given me. Mm-hmm. People I can talk to and all of that. And also the knowing being more christ conscious being more conscious of his presence his character his characteristics his personality being more conscious of 
Christ for me every day, knowing that the conversation is goes beyond praying in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's in the coffee. It's in the movie I'm watching. It's in the design mm-hmm. I'm making. You understand? And doing more of that that is for me doing more and then so i said two things lastly helping people see this thing helping mm. people see this thing that i'm saying in a very simple fun interesting way not making it look bulky not because the gospel is simple yeah so finding creative ways to let people see the joy that i have in christ be the light of men yeah yeah fishes of men that, yeah. that part i took from peter so, <laughs> um so for me, um, I'm going to stop being a hypocrite. Um, prior to this year, I used to always. That was heavy. I, I mean, mean, I mean, I would, yeah. I would, I would, I would unroll the <laughs> tape, <laughs> unravel the mystery. Anyway, um, so I used to always say that, hmm, I've come upon a new revelation that oh, we are all um, here alive for a particular period at a particular time, and you have to play your part and go. So as someone who says this now. And when you know the whole world was shaking and going into shambles, I didn't know that deep down there was a small sense of fear of dying. Mm. I was, and it was shocking. So it, it now became a question of, ah, I, have you not played your parts? Why are you scared? Are you are you mm. not playing your parts? Why? What are you afraid of? If mm. you go, you go. And um, taking that, I've dealt with my fear of dying. Or I'm dealing with my fear of dying. Mm-hmm. But more importantly. Um, I'm learning to play my part and mm-hmm. what that means for me is embracing moments showing yeah. up showing up yeah um creating um relationships and fostering them and literally living life to the fullest because jesus christ said i've come so that you might have life and have it in abundance um a friend of mine once told me that if your life doesn't look like abundant life you need to you know check the jesus that you're saving Exactly. So um, I'm here for it. I'm here for abundance. Abundance doesn't necessarily mean you'll have all the money in the world. No, I mean, I mean, why not? Like I'm here for it all. I'm here for. I'm just saying for people who have this notion that they abundance means you must have everything before you're born. Like, like you're saying, it's from the inside. Let me even tell you something. So I used to have this um, this um, vision of wanting to be like Abraham, the father, the uh, small, the king, you know, the king of nations, Mm -hmm. you know, with seven and all that, and. The Holy Spirit shook me and it was like, who do you think gave do you think Abraham was visioning that? Who do you think gave him that? Who do you think gave him that vision? Gave him that um, vision and that reality. And I was like, you know what? Why am I copying Abraham? God, blow my mind. Do you understand? Show me your mind. When they say who do you want to be like Peter, I don't want to be like I want to be me. To be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The full expression of me, Christ. Yeah, that's, that's it. Unleash my mm-hmm. potential. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. So I think that um going forward. I think that what I want to take with me is just to be aware of the fact that joy is always there. Like there's always there's always joy and joy doesn't just come up when I realize and I want to now become joy to other people, to my friends, my family. I don't know, I always just I want to feel like I'm sharing that joy to other people and showing them as well that there is joy in the world i i don't know how 2021 is going to be i don't know how forget expo i'm ready like right? ah. 
Are you not ready? I guess not ready. Look at I'm already. We have our yeah. joint in our pockets. I mean, <laughs> I'm moving forward. I mean, I mean. So yeah, that's it. Speaking exactly. to what you said, I don't think you can even be that joy to people because it's tasking and it's strange. Mm. But you are a reflection of joy and joy is not a feeling like i was yeah. saying earlier it's a person yeah, yeah. that's what i was going to say joy is a person yeah. exactly yeah. and if you are have joy, you the baby him. jesus end of the story baby I think jesus we can actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess merry christmas guys merry christmas merry everyone christmas. Merry, christmas. merry christmas and may you experience the joy hmm. of the lord amen yeah. amen. Yeah. amen so peace out hey town <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 I have to now. <laughs> <laughs>